welcome to the Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan State Podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. Be sure to check us out on Anchor, Apple, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, like, share, subscribe, comment. Uh, do whatever you can on those pages. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook page where we have previous shows, such as my interview with Thomas Wright last Thursday. Anthony Ianni gave us a basketball preview on Friday. And uh, on the Facebook page... You also have opportunities to listen to Ryan and Mike talk about the Detroit Lions, Chris Stanton with the Tigers. Uh, We are looking for uh, some Michigan coverage and maybe some additional Tigers coverage as well. So be sure to, I mean, if that's something anyone's interested in, be sure to jump in, uh, reach out to me, and uh, we we can try to make that happen. Um, But, yeah, this is a very... uh, Somber Monday, we have to talk about it again, how the defense has been absolute trash. I'm, I'm so sick of it. Oh, I'm going to change the scheme. You put An- Angel Gross in, thanks. I mean, he was okay. He was better than Kimbrough's been. Amir Speed is still garbage, though. You going to fix that? You going to fix the scheme that just lets them pick our secondary apart, our linebackers apart. Look, Maryland runs a very similar defense, and there were multiple times that they lined up all these guys, and it was pretty much like seven yards downfield, I think. Uh, Line up all these guys seven yards downfield, and then by the time uh, Peyton Thorne dropped back, even if it was a three-man rush like it was at the end of the game where he had to take off and try to run on fourth down, receivers weren't getting open. And the line couldn't even hold off three guys. And it doesn't help that special teams left seven points on the field as well. You you missed two field goals. Uh, you inexplicably bring in another kicker. One of the Jack Stone's field goal got blocked. You know, maybe that was an opportunity for him to, uh, you know, show he for sure deserved the spot over the Auburn transfer who just shanked his attempt. Uh, You have a missed uh, extra point off a terrible snap by Hank Pepper, who's not even close to another Pepper's level who was a long snapper at Michigan State. This team just is playing undisciplined, uninspired football right now. Like the one guy who's showing the most discipline is Peyton Thorne. <laughs> and look, you can sit there and you can say what you want about Noah Kim. Noah Kim wouldn't be able to handle it either. Peyton Thorne had to deal with drops, which are very rare with uh, this receiving group. He had to deal with like five drops this weekend. He's had to deal with Jay Johnson all off season, all, all season. Like when they go, went out there and they just let him sling it, he was efficient, and you saw that on the first drive. And I'm gonna take a little victory lap here because I've been saying that's what you need to do if you're Michigan State. Plus, you know we're not getting many victories in East Lansing right now, anyhow. Yeah, so this is my victory lap. I, I've said it for three weeks. When the defense is going to give up points like this, you have to throw the ball with Peyton Thorne, and then you can set up the run. 
and in setting up the run, you've also got to use Elijah Collins. This offensive line is terrible. I'm I'm done sugarcoating it. I've tried to play nice. Well, they pass protect okay. Well, on that fourth and seven, when Peyton Thornton had to tuck it and run when Maryland rushed three. They rushed three guys and got to him quick. He didn't even have time to go to the second option. It's a joke. Thorne should have ran and tried to extend the play, but you know what? He he only did what he can do because, let's face it, the receivers weren't getting open because Maryland knows how to drop guys back into coverage. Michigan State doesn't, obviously, but... That opening drive, they let Thorne sling it, and then they put in... Then they did something that I've been clamoring for for three weeks, and now the rest of Spartan Nation is clamoring for it as well. They put in Elisha Collins, who just had a dominant couple of runs. Slipping tackles, working his way into the end zone. Elisha Collins was amazing. And then you never saw him again. They are pacifying. I feel like they're trying to pacify him just because he stuck it out and, you know, he probably should have left when K9 got brought in. Look, I, I made a mistake when Walker was brought in because I was the one saying, I think Elijah Collins still could be a starter on this team, and Kenneth Walker was the best player in America. That said, Elijah Collins still ran for a thousand yards almost a thousand yards as a freshman even though he didn't play a game and a half it took a bunch of Hayward fumbles for him to get that opportunity and he took off with it and then a new coach comes in and Collins goes through injuries and COVID where he's losing a ton of weight and so they gave it to Simmons then uh, they brought in K-9. Now you bring in two other running backs who can't create their own space, can't slip tackles. You know, Berger's okay. Broussard's not good in the Big Ten. He's a mid-tier player. Oh, but he was Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. I know, and I said that, and that's why I was kind of excited about it, but guess what? Then I remembered the Pac-12's trash. You've got to play Elijah Collins more. And they just seem like they're pacifying him because they didn't play him after his first run. This is a level of stubborn that goes far beyond what Mark D'Antonio ever exhibited. And the reason I say that is because Mark D'Antonio had success with his pieces. Mel Tucker not had success with the running backs in the room that are out there. So, so this exceeds Mark D'Antonio in that regard. He, Mel Tucker had success last season with Scotty Hazleton who was terrible. Jay Johnson, who was doing the same type of stuff that he's doing right now. He just got away with running it on third and four because he had the best player in America. But he has not had success with Jalen Berger. He's not had success with Jarek Broussard. But since 
he was the one who brought them in. Those are his guys. Elijah Collins is still a D'Antonio guy. I feel like he's trying to pay those two off for doing it. And they're just giving Collins a little bit here and there because he's been the guy. He, he's been the guy who's been there for five years and stuck all this out when he probably should have left. And look, that stubbornness, that loyalty is going to be put to the test this offseason too. You have to fire Scotty Hazleton. Maryland ran a 4-2-5 as well. They play... They were running the same type of defenses, the same type of zones, just a couple yards downfield. Um, you know, within 10 yards downfield that Michigan State is trying to run. And they're running it more effectively. You have to fire Scotty Hazleton. I've been saying for a while, you don't have to worry about Mel Tucker's contract. Because Mel Tucker's contract, it, did, it didn't take money away from swimming and diving. It didn't take money away from volleyball or women's basketball or anything like that. Mel Tucker's contract what is... <laughs> 100% donor funded uh, largely by Matt Ishbia so you don't have to worry about that that said if you are going to be making that type of money I do expect a certain level of success you're allowed to have a down year but if the reason you're having the down year Scotty Hazleton predominantly though Jay Johnson's not helpful if you're allowed to have a, that type of a down year, you got to do the stuff to correct it based upon uh, the reasons for said down year. That's where I stand. Paul Chris has won 72% of his games and he got fired yesterday at Wisconsin. The guy they promoted just gave up 34 points to Illinois. The defensive coordinator, who I think they've wanted and they've been looking for an excuse to fire Paul Christ and promote Jim Leonard for a while. Uh, they've got a reason. He's not doing good this year. You have to go out and you have to earn it. Like I said, I don't think this is a situation where... Oh, he should turn his money over, blah, blah, blah. No, but fix the problems. Fix the problems or buy you out. That's that's what the deal is. If you keep Scotty Hazleton, you deserve to be bought out. That's the bottom line. Start, start playing some of the younger guys. Uh, you know, not Noah Kim or anything that drastic. Peyton Thorne's still going to be here next year. Uh, you know, he's a good quarterback. Oh, well, he let one sail on. Yeah, it was a wet ball. You know, you try to do what you can. It was a wet ball, and he was under pressure because the offensive line can't block. 
I mean, for crying out loud, you've got a center who's committed five illegal snap, false start type penalties over the last three weeks. I've never seen that before in my life. Nick Samick's a senior. If the seniors do not want to perform, you pull them. I think it's that simple. And that's Nick Samick. I'm just sick and tired of these decisions that Tucker makes, specifically at the running back spot, that I I don't think are beneficial to the program. You brought in two transfers, and now you're sitting there sleeping on Elijah Collins. Coach K, uh, not that one, uh, Chris Kaplovich, he's not done good. He's not done a good job. You have to, you've got to do something to where, uh, look, I don't even know anymore. Because ultimately, let's be real. Let's be real, Spartan Nation. This season falls on something that we've claimed and we've beat our chest over the last 15 years and we've had that opportunity because of D'Antonio and because of what Tucker did last year our season does not depend on the Michigan game this year with the schedule ahead it does Ohio State is going to embarrass us and we'll talk about that on our preview show. Ohio State is like I've re- I've read twenty three to twenty five, but I've heard those through other people. I've not actually looked at the spread myself. Lay the points if you're the Buckeye. Uh, lay lay the points and take Ohio State. Like the that's just a ridiculously low number, especially given what happened last season. This team this team just doesn't have it. And Peyton Thorne has to sit there and try to play hero ball, which admittedly he's not good at. He's not Connor Cook. He cannot do that. He's got to be given opportunities, and he was given an opportunity in the first half against Maryland. They should have had a lead going into halftime. You know, the special teams, which is... which was pretty much deemed useless outside of Barringer. Um, and then, uh, Scotty Hazelton just allowing Maryland to march down the field with no time left, or at, right at the end of the first half, was just absolutely embarrassing. On top of it, you were, you were literally playing prevent with... A minute and a half left from the 50-yard line. Yeah, you want to keep stuff in front of you, but that... You just can't do that. And between that and the missed field goals and extra points, Michigan State should have had an opportunity to win that game at the end. Not to try to fight for a tie, but they should have had an opportunity to win that game at the end. And that's what's embarrassing. 
but between the drops and whatever else, Peyton Thorne is taking a lot of crap from stuff he really doesn't deserve. Between the drops and Jay Johnson running the ball on third and three and getting stuffed a billion times over, I mean, you don't have Kenneth Walker back there anymore to bail you out. You don't even have Elijah Collins back there because for whatever reason, you're not going to play him. I said I'm sick of these shows. There's only so much I can rant about. Payne Thorne looked good. You know, he wasn't perfect. He's not a perfect quarterback. And when he tries to play hero ball like he had to try to do in the second half, it's that much worse. Payne Thorne didn't... I mean, Payne Thorne looked good. Elijah Collins looked great. And we never saw him again. Like, it's the same thing I've been saying for three weeks. I honestly don't know what else to say about this team, so I'm just going to wrap this. This this is getting stupid. Look, we'll talk about Ohio State. Um, We'll talk about Mel Tucker uh, begging Michigan State fans. Um, And, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss all that later in the week. Uh, Ryan and Mike get to talk about a Lions team that choked in a must-win. Um, Aaron Glenn might be uh, joining Scotty Hazelton in the unemployment line. I'm kidding. I think it might be too early to say that, but man, yesterday did not look good. Uh, we got Red Wings Pistons stuff coming up uh, later this week. Cover 3 podcast with Nate Moss. Uh, NFL betting podcast. Probably coming up on Wednesday. So, yeah. Good stuff coming your way. Uh, It doesn't look like any of it's really happening uh, on the football field. uh, In Spartan Stadium or Ford Field. Again, looking for Michigan uh, contributors. Looking for another Tigers contributor. So, if that's something that interests you, you know, just go ahead. Hit me up. Um, hit up the Great Lakes Sports Network page and uh, let us know, and we can uh, we can discuss that. So, I'm Tyler Hayward. This is Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan State podcast.